0: We're back. Welcome to the Informed Pregnancy <laughs> wow. and Parenting Podcast. <laughs> what a break that was. I am your host, Dr. Elliot Berlin, and I'm joined for part two of Teresa Palmer, together with Casey Bixby. So, you <laughs> you had a gorgeous birth with a scary moment, um, but then you had two tiny kids. Little men. How was that? And a step stepkid.
1: Oh, it was great. Those first three weeks we were just in Adelaide and the great thing about Adelaide is my husband has no friends there we have like two or three friends we're isolated on this big property so it was just us it was just this beautiful nesting period where we got to know our baby and got to really introduce Bodie one-on-one with the baby because mm-hmm. Isaac and my stepson, that adds in a whole other dynamic too. So it was just little Bodhi having to share his parents for the very first time, the, just the both of us. And we just kind of worked out the kinks. We figured out tandem breastfeeding, uh, well, what that breastfeeding. looked like. No, I didn't stop until just recently. His, just uh, past his third birthday, we stopped. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, So I tanned and breastfed for four months. And um, so we got into that routine and we just kind of filled it out together. And it was such a beautiful, magical time. And it will just be one of my happiest life memories, I think, that period of of being together.
0: um, Now I'm curious. Did you stop because he was ready or because you were ready? Uh,
1: Both. Both. He was, he probably would have, kept going forever. Um, he, I we had talked about it a lot and I knew that I didn't want to wean him right before the baby came because yeah. that would have been such a huge transition mm-hmm. in and of itself bringing a sibling in. Mm-hmm. But then on top of it, he's had to give up breastfeeding and now this new little guy gets to start breastfeeding. I just knew that that wasn't the right situation for our family. So I was going to try tandem breastfeeding until it felt like it was organically the right time to finish our breastfeeding journey. So that came around actually a few weeks before his third birthday. I started to feel it. I was like, all right, I think this is time. And we just we, talk, we just talked about it. We just talked about how mama's milk now, it's really made for the baby. My body is responding to the baby's needs. And so it's it's, it's newborn milk now. Mm. It's not really catering for the three-year-old but you know Forrest is so happy to share his baby milk with Bodhi but now I think it's time that we stop having mama milk and we would talk about it. and he was okay with it and you know one day he'd declare that was it and he was like, I'm all done. And he gave the boobies a hug one day. He was like, thank you, boobies. Thank you for being so nice. <laughs> We'd be all done. And then I'd remind him that Who we were all done. Who hasn't speech, really? <laughs> I would remind him that we were all done. And then he would say... I didn't say we were all done. <laughs> I was like, "Well, Bodhi, the other night, actually, Mummy recorded it so that we could we could play it back and remind you." He was like, "That's not my voice," <laughs> um, and So that was only just, you know, right after his third birthday. That we were like, "All right, you're three now."
0: It's time. It must be hard because you're still breastfeeding his little brother.
1: Yeah, and he. But the cool thing is, is his. He's really not affected by it now. He just kind of watches Forrest, and he'll um, tell me, "Okay, swap boobies now." Forrest needs the other boobie. <laughs> oh. um, you he's know, your he like direct. Coach. Yeah, he'll oh. direct me. <laughs> he's oh like, he doesn't gosh. want that one, Mama. He wants the other one. <laughs> um, but they're little comrades already. It's so sweet to watch their relationship.
0: Was there a hard part for him um, with during that transition? Uh,
1: yeah, I'd say the first three weeks you know, a newborn just sleeps so much and um, <coughs> and yeah, so we were just in a really cozy, loving place. We were all co-sleeping and it was pretty magical and then we moved back to America.
0: Three weeks after. Th- yeah, the three baby, weeks after the, the
1: For the Golden Globes, mm-hmm. yeah. Three weeks, next day, Golden Globes and then after that, you know, we came and um, I would say th- from that after the Golden Globes the day after the Golden Globes I got really sick and I was sick for three weeks I had the flu Mm. and that was the most challenging period for all of us because I was just down and out Mm. um, but still having to do school drop-offs and breastfeed and you know we don't have a nanny so it was we were just really tackling this all on our own plus we now have my stepson um, and Bodhi was going through giving up the boobies there's just a lot going on so that was challenging, and he started showing some 3 behavior. Oh, three-nager. <gasps> three-nager! I did not. Um, not and Sarah right. actually, um, Sarah Olson, was such a great help with that because she's like, "Oh my gosh, I just went through this <laughs> with Wyatt," oh, and yeah. um, and so we just really conversed about that stuff, and I realized one of the keys was doing uh, bodhi led time. So I would, aside from Forest, I would have one-on-one Mama Bodhi time where it was Bodhi-led. So I was like, all right, it's Bodhi-led time. And we do it for 45 minutes. He gets to pick whatever he wants to do. If it's we jump in the pool together. Oh, that's nice. We go on the slide. We go to the park. Whatever. So he knew that he had that every day outside of the baby. And I think that was the answer for us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like when we had our first – he was two when we had our second. And the first week – We didn't get three weeks. We had one week of magic where he just wanted to hold her and hug her Mm -hmm. and kiss her. And then literally on the eighth day, he went in for a little kiss, but then he wanted to see if the eyeball could be pulled out of the socket or not. (laughs) uh, As it turns out, it's in there pretty good because he tried many times after that. Oh um God. and if they were alone, like and she he was able to get to her height and she'd be scratched and stuff like yeah. that. And it was that went on for a while. And I think the only two things that really helped us, one was just time. Like when she got older and she had like expressions and smiles and giggles. More interaction, he was happy with it. The one change we made was sometimes your kid is by the time they're two, you're busy with stuff and they're pulling on your pant leg, Daddy, 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 or mommy, mommy, and then you you like you don't get to them right away. And the newborn, as soon as they make a squeak, you run over there and they go and all of a sudden he would regress and he'd be lying mm. on the floor crying and
1: mm. that's right. You know, just yeah.
0: realized he wanted that kind of attention. So we would we'd would kind of do both. We we moved his attention to being more immediate, where dad and I'd jump and stop what I was doing when the baby would wake up, if it wasn't that blood curdling, I need your help right now, we'd let her wake up a little bit, make some noise and say to my son, you know, we're going to have to finish whatever we're doing. And that made a huge difference for him. That's
1: great. Yeah. yeah. It's just that focused attention, I think, really made a difference. And also because it's in preschool. And I know Sarah had a hard time with this, too. It's just you know, you bring a new baby in, but then your old baby is going to preschool for three hours, so they don't get to have that time. With you and, and the new family, and because they're just, they're a preschool now. So, because of that as well, I think we had a, a rough couple of weeks because um, he just wasn't always with us. And then he demanded the attention when mm-hmm. he got home. And But <clears throat> I would say it was about a two week adjustment when we got back and when I was sick. And it was just, I remember saying to my husband one night, like, I don't know how we can keep doing this. This is so challenging because we weren't sleeping. Mm. I was so sick. We didn't have any help. And I wasn't, like, wanting to go and figure out babysitters at this time either because I was just so sick. Um, And then he was working. So a lot of the time I would have the three boys on my own sick.
0: Were you working too? No. You weren't traveling around? Well,
1: I was promoting Hacksaw Ridge. So... I was, like, doing fittings for the Oscars and various things like that, uh, and I'd just lug all the kids around with me, and wow. I'd end up... My day would be... <laughs> that's horrible, like, not sick. <laughs> I know, I know Or not just horrible, so I mean, but that's a lot, not sick. Yeah, it's, it with was crazy, flu, like, dropping one off. crazy. And then driving out to Pasadena, dropping Isaac off, and then coming back for Mummy and me, and then picking Isaac up, and then picking Bodie up, and then, you know, it was just... It was a tough few weeks. But once I had my health back... I was like, all right, I
0: can do this. I it's just logistics. have to be more organized. It's like so much logistics. You've yeah, and
1: then my husband, it just kind of all coincided that I got better. He stopped working. I didn't have to promote the film anymore. And then we got in our flow. And now we've been in that flow since. Oh, that's and great. I've been loving it.
0: You, uh, Casey, you have a 3 I
2: do. Coming up. How's well, that going? Good. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah. acting out? Or? A little bit like a little her tantrums like she lays on the floor all like face down and just that's it that's like
0: that's her tantrum
2: yeah it's pretty good tantrum mm. yeah it's not so we're really lucky we'll see we'll see how it progresses what's uh, <laughs> it <that's laughs> three looms ahead but that's yeah it's not it's not but she's I mean she's the, it's just her she's queen of the castle totally
0: yeah is it gonna stay that way
2: yeah well if you gonna ask, ask you some, if somebody asked her do you want to do you want a brother or sister? She said, No. <laughs> Smart kid. In front, and in, she said, In front of a six week old baby. So like, you really mean oh, it, yeah. girl? Wow. <laughs> That's okay. so funny. The she knows has what spoken. she wants. The queen has yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: We are going to take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> you have questions for Teresa. I saw you jotted down there.
2: I do. I guess I think the thing I think about the most, and especially because I are I mean, I think any mom thinks about it, but I just have one and which is a lot, but about balance. And I think it's, I mean, there's like the notion of having it all, which I think is I don't know, seems impossible. Mm -hmm. And um, I think one of the most challenging things that I've found is not so much being a mother that I feel like has been pretty natural, but it's more about having how do you balance, you know, your relationship with your husband or your significant other, whomever, and then your relationship with your children and your relationship with yourself and, like, staying healthy mentally. And what's – I guess I was just going to ask you, what's your – I don't know, approach or, to that or your ideas behind it? and Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think
1: I love being a mom so much. I think of it as my job. It's my, it's what makes me tick. It's it's my heartbeat. And it, I think it's always been ingrained in me to be a mom. So it is my number one passion. I get so excited about it. Um, but and my husband is the most beautiful dad and so hands-on but he is equally as passionate about writing and directing films and being a creative and an artist and and our marriage and I am the one that's more at fault here because I put everything into my kids and I'm it's very easy for me to let my career go mm-hmm. to the wayside my husband's not my priority, it's just the kids. Mm-hmm. And um, it's also very self-serving because I do get me time out of that because I'm choosing that and that's what I love to do. And it's only been in the last month that I've realised I cannot negate the other areas of my life and I can't um, ignore them because to be the best mum I can be, I need to be a fully realised individual. And I had so many hopes and dreams. I was so passionate about my career before I had kids. Um, My Mm. husband and I had so much time for each other and I've just kind of let that fall aside. Mm -hmm. So now we've put in a few rules, which have, uh, it's just made the last three weeks be completely blissful. And I now understand where he was coming from and I think maybe if I had navigated this a little earlier it might have been easier on my husband the transition from two to three kids mm-hmm. um, so our rules are from 8:30 to 10:30 p.m. we do no phones hmm. no kids <laughs> everyone has to be <laughs> asleep yeah um, even if one of them's not asleep, we're not tending to that one. I mean, if it's forest, obviously the baby, but, you know, I'm not going back in and reading right. books for Bodhi. We're not going and reading books for Isaac. That's our time. And we have that every single night, seven days a week. And so we usually, you know, we just got this home entertainment system put in. So the other night, two nights ago, we sat upstairs and played Mario Kart together for two mm. hours <laughs> straight. Um, or we'll watch The Leftovers oh, that's so or. Nice. We'll that's snuggle. Every only night? Video but every single night. It's our, wow, it's our rule. It's great. So it's not – there's no work in there. There's just phones are aside. And it's just connecting. Sometimes it's just talking. It's just whatever it is that we need, that connection. Uh, and it has really improved our lives in so many ways. So that's our rule. It's only two hours. I have to be asleep by 10.30. Otherwise, I won't be out of function because mm. the baby's waking up in during the night. night yeah. But it's really helped us and we love it and we get so excited to do it. Tonight, we're playing video games. That's our choice tonight. Um, And yeah, it's just, it's been quite lovely to find that. I love that. And it's also feasible. Totally. Totally. As a mom, you get so
2: many ideas, grandiose ideas. That's right. Because you've put so much, usually, self pressure. And so I think, usually, when you think in terms of how do I foster or, like, tend to this relationship, relationship with my significant other, you'd normally think bit, like, grandiose, and those don't normally yeah, work. Yeah, like a date night, twice
1: a week, like, it just yeah. doesn't happen. It's like, yeah. That's know? right. And then also I've just started utilising the time that Bodhi's at school and... Um, for that to be my me time. So Mm -hmm. whether that's with work, I've started actually being like, all right, guys, you can send me scripts now. And so I know I have those three hours Mm -hmm. and, you know, I have my routine, which doesn't involve my husband. It's about me. And, yes, Forrest is with me, but he's such a sweet, quiet little guy who just sits with me and sleeps or wants the boob that I really do feel like I'm having me time. Mm -hmm. I can get emails done. I can work. I can... I do mummy and me yoga class mm. and so that feels great. I feel very fulfilled and, and all of my needs are being met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to be organized. That's the thing I didn't realize, that's the I big think.. Yeah, you have to key. organize. I'm like, all right, I know in my schedule from nine to 12, if I want to catch up with a friend, that's when I do it. but it's right. the mornings I know if I want to go to the gym, it's the mornings. Mm-hmm. whatever I need to do for me. Morning times. I know afternoons is about my son and extracurricular activities and play dates and whatever. And then my nighttime is my husband. So it's sort of structured, but I think it's the only way I can fit everything in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: That's really cool. I'm going to try it.
1: <laughs> what, the 8.30 to 10.30? Yeah, well,
0: I don't know. That's uh, two hours is a ambitious leap, but maybe 9 to 10.00. Just for that's starters. it.
2: That's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Start with a chunk, because we don't like. I'm. I mean.
2: I'm you also need to get uh, um, a um Nintendo or whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Have, So uh, cool. What's we, it called now? Xbox. What's called? You know. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's so fun. We're, it's so
1: mindless. <laughs> it's
0: just it really, so it great. really is. It's like a nice and you it's can not like be a big like, kid. <laughs> you because if I watch TV, I'll fall asleep.
1: Yeah, unless it's The Leftovers. It's the best show ever. The Leftovers? I'm obsessed with it on HBO. I'll check it out. Obsessed. Yeah, it's fantastic.
0: Wow. That was a power-packed... Hour indeed, Why really... I talked first so of all, you you're supposed but you, to. <laughs> I, I don't even want you to stop. You moved me with your birth story, yeah.
2: Oh. It's inc- that's incredible. I
0: felt the euphoria, and then I felt the panic, <laughs> and then I felt the euphoria, <laughs> yeah. was that one, and then, um, that it's really hard. I th- most people focus on that 24 hour, you know, birth period, and not too much on the 24 year, you know, raising your kids after that period. So, um, it's really cool to see. I, I In my mind, because I, I hadn't really spoken to you when you got back. And yeah. And I didn't know your birth story. And I also, but I did see you popping up doing promos for the for the film. So, yeah. I was like, how is she even back with a 3 week Wait, old? and
2: by the way, too, she was in a wedding in the middle of all of that,
0: too. Oh, yeah. Nice. And in a wedding. I was <laughs> like, how so is she even crazy. back and, oh. and doing, like, Made of those, and, and in, I mean, <laughs> Three weeks after you had your baby, you weren't just back to... I mean, it just occurred to me that you were at the Golden Globes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was was really... Guys, you should have seen what I looked like, though. What do you mean? I mean, I had four hours of hair and makeup. Oh. (laughs) I had someone literally come in and, like, do these face, like, pressure points to get rid of the extra fluid in my face. (laughs) Like, it was gnarly. I mean, I looked like a new mother. And somehow... It made me look half alright. I'm gonna check. More than I'm half alright. I
0: have a feeling Casey's right. It was more than half alright. Yes. Was, did that feel like a ton of pressure? Just how you had to look.
1: I didn't care. You didn't care. Honestly, I was like, oh, the fact that I even get to go to this is cool. But I mean, I just when couldn't... you were trying to
0: get your kid out, and all those people were calling, and you were getting closer and closer to that. Date. Yeah. It's not like they were gonna move the Golden Globes for your. No, car.
1: no. And we missed our flight coming back with a three week old. We missed our flight. Oh, it was just—it was kind of a nightmare. I was like, "I'm gonna miss the Golden Globes." Did you miss Lopes. it, or did you get sick? It's, it's so weird you came down with a <laughs> flu
2: after all that. I know. I, geez, that's <laughs> what a so mystery!
1: It's so funny. My friends were like, <laughs> "My friends, were like, we knew you were gonna get sick." My friends in Adelaide were like, did, "Do you even really like? Do you remember what you were talking about? Like, you're on another planet. Like, you were definitely gonna get sick." I was like, "Really? I thought I could handle all of it." <laughs> yeah.
0: Ooh. Uh, before we wrap up, anything else you want to share?
1: Um,
2: goodness gracious! Or
0: final questions from Casey?
2: I have a, I think I what I have a sort of a good wrap up question, I guess. But I was going to ask you too. What's the best advice? Well, okay, you can pick between two. Yeah. Either, what's the best advice someone's given you, or that you've read or whatever about raising children, and or what's the worst thing someone said to you while you're pregnant? Cause people always say the worst. I want both. <laughs> stuff. If, um,
0: if you only do one, you'll have to come back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I
1: know. Oh, God. I get you should actually read on yours and mama. Sarah Olsen, did a post about uh, it's called Stupid Shit People Say to Pregnant Women. <laughs> and it's one of our most popular posts. It's hilarious. People actually wrote in their stories. Um, you know, I got the best piece of advice um, from another mama. I have no idea who she is. I met her in a park when I was pregnant with Bodhi, and she was the one that steered me into this really simple idea of meet their needs when the needs arise. And that has been the most helpful thing for us. We don't overschedule anything. We just, we're in the moment, we meet the needs and there's no more pressure. So honestly, that has just saved us. I think in terms of our parenting, it's just, it's so relaxed. It's so, um, chill and we just let ourselves off the hook.
0: Do you have a mothering inspiration? Somebody who inspires Um, you
1: as a mom? Like so many people, all my friends, uh, everyone's doing it in their own way. um, I have, like, Sarah. I watch the way Sarah is with her kids. She's so beautifully in tune with them, and she's so natural. And I love that, um, you know, Sarah feels like it's okay to, to fuck up every now mm-hmm. and then and not be so hard on herself. And
0: It's one of my favorite things about her.
1: It's so, it's so refreshing yeah. because I think mothers put so much pressure on themselves and truly – we're just trying our best. And every day is going to feel different mm-hmm. and look different. And it's okay if they don't get to bed on time. And if you miss the bath, it's okay. If they eat some sweets because you're in a situation where you didn't get to get the healthiest snacks and they want to have a sugary treat, it's, it's okay. fine, yeah. you know. And I think that kind of parenting has been very, very liberating. You mean living mm-hmm. in reality? Yeah, and it's That's real. Weird. It's grounded in reality. Yeah.
0: Exactly. it's real. Well... Thank you Cool. for coming back to the podcast. Uh, Thanks for having podcast. me, guys. And uh, thank you, Casey, for coming back. It's been too long. My pleasure. You'll have to do it again in a minute. <laughs> and <you're> not in <laughs> no Hawaii and at or home. New York. <laughs>
1: Living her life.
0: <laughs> thank you for listening to the Informed Pregnancy and Parenting podcast. Share us with your friends. Oh, and where can we find you online? Your Yourzenmama.com
1: uh, dot dot com. and Yourzen Zen life.
0: is... Is your Zen Life still happening? Yes, yes, your Zen Life. Is, are there new Tes talks coming out?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to do one next week. Oh,
0: my God. During is, is my it, 9 to 12. Do they get posted on your Zen Mama? Uh,
1: or? Uh, no, it's more your Zen Life. But I've been new doing Zen a life. series called Mama Thoughts. I just launched that last week. So I'm going to do those vlogs uh, once a month on Amazing. your Zen Mama.
0: I will be tuned in. For more information on today's guest, together with our blog documentaries and other pregnancy and parenting resources, visit informpregnancy.com.